You are now listening to the Bucket Up Podcast. You can also find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and most other places you can find podcasts, my G. Be sure to follow us on social media at the Bucket Hat Boys on Instagram, the Bucket Up Podcast on Facebook, and at Bucket Up Podcast on Twitter. On this episode of the Bucket Up Podcast, Jesse has another Postmates blooper. Football is back without the fans, and it's kind of weird. Jesse reviews the Social Dilemma documentary on Netflix. Ty gives us the review of the show Woke and two other movies on Hulu. Dr. Dre's ex-wife running up the spousal support. Who has the best French fries? What's more crucial to a nap, a blanket or a pillow? New music from Usher, Youngboy NBA, Conway the Machine, and much more. I, I'm thinking like if there was rapper ones, like if there was a DMX meal at, at Burger King and there was a dog in it and he was just like, have it your way. <laughs> yeah, a DMX meal would be just like a napkin. He'd be like, I starved to death coming up. It's like, all right, man. <laughs> Squat. 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 Dumbass. Aka your mom called me Poppy because I'm about to be a Poppy, and I'm here as always. The homie, the kid JB, was good. Happy to be here, yo! Congratulations. I don't know if that's the egg show dropping, but we'll get to it later. But yeah, it's me, <laughs> the kid JB, could have been right last week. Aka Mister Told You So. Not because I'm always right, but when I'm right, I tend to tell you so. Happy to survive another 24, man. I had some weird dreams, lucid dreams. Uh, rest in peace, you know what I'm saying? Juice World, that song's fire. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I'm I'm living good, man. Volume 138, like you were saying. Um, new chapter. Let's crack it. How you doing? I'm good, bro. We here. It's the first football Sunday. It's weird. We, we're going to talk about that a little bit later. Uh, shout to the Ravens. They handle business. That's my team. Now I got the hat on right now. Mm. Yeah, for the it's a visual. It's not. It's a visual thing, but we on audio, so yeah. we figure out the YouTube. But quote the, the Raven nevermore. You know what I'm saying? There you go. I got the Raven hat. Edgar Allan Poe shit. Mm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, dog, I'm chilling, man. It's been a nice day. Me and Katie let the world know. I guess like you like Pusha T did Drake's kid. We let the world know that we <laughs> that we was hiding a son or not a son or our daughter. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we were, you know, Katie's pregnant right now, and you know what I'm we let Woo-hoo! everybody know. Ow! I'm trying to think of every '90s like soundtrack, like ah, like when uh, what's the name? And Family Matters I came down the steps. I forgot yeah. what her name is. And it's just like she's wearing the worst outfit ever. And the crowd's like, ah! Ooh. Oh, my. Oh, uh. What was the mom's name? Is that Lizette? No. 
Nicolette or no? I keep I keep thinking like uh, Loletta for some reason, but that's definitely not it. Mm. I, I was thinking know. of Lisa when Urkel looks at her because he was been tripping over her. See, too. that's the thing about Family Matters. You can't remember anything from that show. Or Laura, not Lisa. See, yeah, we're all Laura. Tripping. See, you can't remember anything from that show that doesn't involve Urkel yeah. because oh. he took over the show. All we know is that the theme song sounds like Full House. Yeah, so. I mean, it was Black Full House, if we keep it in funky. But <laughs> it was. And Charles, shouts to, you know, Carl... Carl uh, Winslow? Carl, yeah, see, we're fucking up names. But anyway. <laughs> but yeah, nah, bro, it was, it's, uh, it's been cool. I'm having a good weekend. We're going to get into some of the shit that I was I did this weekend. Uh, how, was, how was yours? What you end up doing? Um, it was cool, dude. Finally, uh, not finally, but it's cool to stay back in Phoenix. Like we were saying last weekend, I was up in the mountains up north. Um, mm-hmm. But now we laid low Friday and Saturday. Um, did a little family visit today at Joel's dad's house, which was cool. First time I've <clears throat> seen him since uh, quarantine. And uh, he's like, you got so big. You know, just fucking around. <laughs> nah, like, like how we were talking about last week. Where it's like, no, I ain't <laughs> yeah. seen you since you was this high, bro. Yeah. Um, which is actually wild. I stepped on a, I stepped on a scale for the first time since quarantine. Mm-hmm. I lost weight, dude. I'm one sixty. How, bro? You've been eating ribs every week and smacking burgers, bro. It's just like you lost the muscle mass. I lost mad weight in my legs, bro, because I didn't work that shit out for like uh, my foot was under recovery. You know what? Is, what is it like to have a good metabolism, bro? That's that's uh, blessed out here. Hashtag blessed over there. It's it's exhausting and it, and it, it's uh, hard to afford. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Because, yeah, but I mean, it comes and goes. It, you know, it evens out with you know my stomach reflux. That shit hurts. <laughs> so you know, I think God blesses me and curses me at the same time. But, there you go. I mean, again, I'd rather take that than you know what I'm saying. I had to work my ass off to lose these forty pounds. And I'm still like, hey, bro, what the crumble cookie you hitting for this week? <laughs> and I'm like, ah, shit, I gained a pound. Fuck. Yeah, I, did, I did go to Chompy's. I got rainbow cookies in the fridge. But we got the, what's, what's rainbow cookies? I never had that. Uh, it's kind of like a, it's got chocolate on top. And in the middle, it's got like um, pedophore, which is kind of like the, um, like the very, like it tastes like almond. It's very like, it's hard to explain. It's very rich. So you got to take little bites of it. Mm-hmm. And um, it's got different colors. If you've seen it, it's like green, red, you know, yellow, rainbow. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right. all right. Yeah, I was just like, you You made it sound like it's banging. So I'm like, I mean. Oh, it's fire, fire. And then there's like jelly in between. The oh, shit. Um, so it's really good, man. There's that. And then I got a black and white cookie, which is just mm-hmm. a ch- chocolate vanilla cookie split down the middle. Um, you know what I'm saying? Um, fire. I often suggest taking a bite right down the middle. If you if you split between what you want to start, chocolate or vanilla, eventually you have to lead down one side. You know. Yeah, yeah. I was obviously I don't like chocolate, but I was never on the on the mixed bag. Like I hated it when I go to the the ice cream shop and they got the stupid vanilla chocolate swirl ice cream. Fuck that shit. Yeah, but and then well, and then like sometimes I would get like the dish. And for some yeah. reason, they get the little tro- chocolate drop in my shit, and I get so mad. <laughs> there was, uh, I did order DoorDash the other day, and they had um, this place had like homemade Oreos, which was kind of fire. It was like the oh. chocolate wafers and then like icing. That's crazy. Middle, but anyway, yeah, they were cool. Um, but yeah, so my weekend was cool, man. Besides that, uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, support local. Friday started off pretty, uh, 
I'm saying the I was trying to think of a pun I couldn't, but Friday started off great because at the end of the day, um, I like to support locals. So shouts to Drip by Tiff. You know what I'm saying? Um, a, a brand supported through the Roach Clip podcast, Cannabis Cactus. They're a local uh, brand out here in Phoenix, Arizona. What they do is they make fruit platters, um, all different kinds, apple, watermelon, mango, pineapple. They chop that shit up. They put chamoy, which is like Spanish uh, or Mexican, like syrup with salt and like uh, tahine in it. Yeah, it's tahine, spicy, right? It's like, yeah, it's spicier than it's like okay. a sweet and sour, like hot and sour. I don't see, I don't like, I'm not about to criticize cultures because that's what they do. And I fucking love spicy shit. Uh, sidebar, you know, somebody sent me a hot sauce. And I'm, I remember having a conversation with somebody who was like, yo, I'm going to send you this hot sauce. And I don't remember who it was, but I got the hot sauce. So thank you if you listen to the pod. <laughs> <laughs> Shouts to you, bro. I don't, I don't, I need to remember who the hell did that. But, you know, I like spicy shit, but I can't do the spicy shit on my fruit and my, and my candy, bro. Like, like some Mexicans do. I just can't. All right. So. We're going to have to, you know, get some training wheels for you because this shit was, <laughs> I'm telling you, this shit was fire. I mm. originally didn't like the Mexican candy with the salt and the, you know what I'm saying? But Chili it's, powder and shit. It's grown on me for sure. So shouts to Drip by Tiff. Furthermore, <clears throat> I think the part that you would like as the training wheels to the platter mm-hmm. is it comes with the drip stuff all over. You can get different beers that you like. Mm-hmm. So you can get a can of beer with the chamoy on top. And then... There's, uh, it comes with shrimp, too. So you can get the shrimp on top of the platter. You know what I'm saying? Eat the shrimps yeah. by itself and, you know, pick at it. So, yeah, shouts to them. You know what I'm saying? They support local. I'm going to tag them in the link um, and get them, you know, some support because that's what it's about, right? You know? Yeah. Why, why make your own shit? Buy it from other people. Yeah, yeah, so. for sure. And then, obviously, being local, you're not giving it to some fucking large corporation that's about to, you know what I'm saying, use your money for fucking CEO buyouts. So, fuck that. Right, and talk about convenience, TIFF delivered. So, you know what I'm saying? Um, another thing is if you don't want to go to the store, you want a nice, this, uh, delicious fruit platter, she'll bring it to you, bro. So, shouts shout to that. Um, so, yeah, that was Friday, man. Uh, for, you know, not to speak reverse but friday morning was kind of rough because i ordered doordash or postmates and they did this shit where this guy dropped off my order completely wrong address or wrong apartment number and just said it was complete and dipped so i didn't even have a chance to (laughs) save it so they refunded me or whatever and i was just giving them the smoke i'm like bro who does that who drops it off at another spot but you know i'm saying i think of positives now that's my new joint is that uh (laughs) I think about the neighbors that just came up on the free breakfast, bro. They just open their door and they just see the meal. That's true. Oh, you know what? And that's, that speaks to last week. You got the free come up and now they, somebody else got to come up. So the Mm. karma, yeah, bro. The karma came back around. See, that's the thing. I believe in karma, but it's like, is karma one per transaction or is this like, is now karma going to get me for that for life? You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't know. I don't know him. So I don't really know what this plot or her. Yeah, yeah. Karma sound like it could be a girl name. Yeah, they say that's Karma's a, kind of fire. It's from what I get, it's a it's a female dog because they say Karma's a bitch. Mm, I'm gonna hit up Katie. Like, how about Karma? You like that name? Mm, I like mm. that. Uh, but yeah, nah. So 
you had to, you had to come up in, so I guess. But yeah, I mean, at yeah. least it wasn't. You didn't. You got the refund though, so right. Yes, yeah, so I got the refund. So yeah, it was whatever. Um, and oh, shouts to I had a chocolate chip bagel. That was cool. Chocolate chip a, bagel. Yeah, with a butter and toasted. It's kind of nice. So that was cool with a coffee. You know, I ended up being cool because they refunded me and sent the shit right. Um, so shouts to that. You know, then Friday ended good with the platter. You know what I'm saying? The Saturday, bro. Yeah, Saturday was <laughs> <laughs> Saturday was just you know sleep city. Joel was watching um, Harry Potter. I was watching basketball and, and college football. And yeah, bro, like we were saying, it felt weird, man. College football, as you know, I'm a diehard fan. I brought you to my my alma mater, ASU. You know what I'm saying? I brought you on the field. You know what I'm mm. saying? Where I, I feel like that's where I was born. I it feel like that was 10 years ago, but that was a right. fun time. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It was a good-ass time, man. Um, little funny side story real quick for the buckets. Me and Ty were at the tailgate. And I was throwing a football. We were drunk at this point because um, we were drinking some shitty beers in the sunlight. Pours, right? It fucking yeah. gross. And the combination is deadly, but I love it. So uh, me and Ty are throwing a football back and forth, boom, boom, boom. And then I'm starting you know, to get social with everybody. And I'm throwing the football to just random people mm-hmm. that keep walking around in the corner, right? And we were friends. We were being friends with, like, the uh, security guards. They were cool with us the whole time. Mm-hmm. And we were just chilling. And then I threw the ball and I didn't notice till after the ball left my hand and it was some dude with one arm that I threw, oh, the, yeah. threw the ball to. Oh, yeah. and, and at that moment we all watched and we're like, please catch it, please catch it, please catch it. And he caught it. Right. And the yeah, crowd was fire, like, bro. whoa. And he, and he felt so hyped because I genuinely didn't notice his arm. So like, you know how he probably feels like, Oh, like a charity or people are like, Oh, yeah. like, Sympathy. Now, granted, you projecting all this onto him, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to feel good, guys. <laughs> so I fucking threw that shit like, bro, catch this. You better. And he was just, you know, Odell Beckham. And I was just like, yo, that was fire. And then the funniest shit was the security guard came up to me. He said, bro, hey. I said, yeah, I noticed that. So after I threw it, he said, you know, if he didn't catch that, I would have had to walk away from you. <laughs> <laughs> right? Everybody be like, oh, what the fuck? Why would you do that? You beat him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> like, so, he's just yeah. like, yo, uh, bro, come on, man. That shit would have been. I'm going to be real, though. Like, obviously, that's fucked up to laugh. But I definitely would have hit you with, what the fuck, Jesse? And then laugh. <laughs> yeah I have been, so you know what i'm saying it, it was up to chance but you know look at god he helped me out on that yeah, yeah for real that was a fun night i also remember the one dude who kind of looked he didn't even really look like sway lee but he was a shorter black dude with dreads and i just remember him telling us the story of him being at a party and some girls like oh sway lee he's like what yeah yeah i'm sway lee what's up <laughs> Swaley at ASU, bro. Yeah, I'm just chilling. He was like, I don't got no type. <laughs> like, yo, that was uh, wild, bro. I'd have done the same met, shit. We met up with one of them on the light rail on the way home, too. That shit was funny. Um, oh, yeah. But, nah, uh, yeah, so, yeah, I took you to my, you know, my alma mater. We were on the field. We watched Cal lose. Uh, we saw that one of their quarterbacks, you know, Davis go to the pros, Davis Webb go to the pros and all that stuff. So, mm-hmm. you know, oh, Manny Wilkins went to the pros, the Packers, all that. You know, so we out here. I'm a big fan of college football, bro. I broadcasted it in college. Um, you know, I go to the games every year. I watch every game. I'm still affiliated with some of the members. I'm friends with some of the past players. I'm loosely friends with some of the past players. So you about to say the future players? Like, how nah, I'm like, Jesse's nah. a booster, bro. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, I, I, I'm like, I'm like, you want to go to McDonald's, bro? Like, <laughs> bro I got you. Arizona State glory, bro. I got you with the Cactus Jack meal, bro. Lit. <laughs> you know <what> I'm <laughs> Straight up. Um, so, yeah, which is, by the way, that's stupid as shit, bro. Anyway, but uh, I, I was, uh, what's that? Just the uh, tangent time. We need to like yeah, come up with do. some like tangent, tangent alert. Like, yeah, um, that's just kind of fire. We should do that, but. Yeah, I, I feel like that's his demographic, though. Like, the little white kids wearing fucking Supreme, getting their parents to spend hundreds of dollars on Supreme. They definitely trying to go to McDonald's to get the Cactus Jack meal. Come on now. Right, and honestly, I'll, I'm, I'll dial it back. I'll be real. Like, we came up on athletes, like, the Grant Hill commercials and, like, the the, the Shaq. That's true. Right, like, collab. I, I'm thinking, like, if there was rapper ones, like, if there was a DMX meal at, at Burger King, and there was a dog in it, and he was just like, "Have it your way." <laughs> yeah, DMX meal would be just like a napkin. He'd be like, "I starved to death coming up." It's like, all right, man, <laughs> we got it, man. I'd have been there, bro. Give me the fucking DMX meal, bro. The hell is that? Was a uh, dark? Yeah, uh, hell is hot. It's all right. Dark? What is it? Uh, it's dark and hell is hot. Yeah, yeah. The, the <laughs> it's dark, dark and, and hell, hell is hot meal. It's a yeah, napkin. Bro. Like a, Run that a, shit up, bro. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a napkin and a cigarette, Lucy. You're right, like, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> or that or the Jay-Z meals, like honey bricks. <laughs> <laughs> give, me the, give me the big pimping meal, bro. I want it. Dude, that's just funny. So, but yeah, then, you know, whatever. It's Cactus Jack meal, bro. It's a, it's a quarter pounder of cheese, which is cool. But then he puts lettuce on it, and then he has french fries with barbecue sauce which like again i usually think like if you're gonna introduce like a collab give me a new sandwich Sandwich, yeah bro that's some like, shit that is already you got and i ordered it, already when i'm smart wouldn't it make more sense for it to be like the rodeo burger since rodeo is travis scott's like shit like you know he had an album called rodeo or you know days from rodeo wouldn't he just when he do like because i don't think they do the rodeo burger no more with the with the onion rings and the barbecue sauce yeah, that, that was Burger King. Like, yeah, do the Astro World burger where it's some like, shit like that, yeah. Where it's like Houston inspired, like, you know, a famous hot sauce from Houston or some shit. But don't dude, again, I, I guess Houston's known for barbecue sauce, so I've done ordered a Travis Scott burger ten years ago when I was smacked, bro. Like, yo, <laughs> let me get lettuce and fucking let me get barbecue sauce for the fries. Bro. Yeah, right, right. And his shit's like, oh, with my sprite, I do light ice. I'm like, that's not your shit, bro. I, like like we nineteen or some shit. That's the wild finesse though. You got these kids literally just going to get the Travis Scott meal, and it's literally just him ordering a number three, but specific. <laughs> just a specific order. <laughs> Not a new. It's like, bro, it's like when you get a Burger King, they say have it your way. It's like you rather have it someone else's way. Like exactly, bro. Travis Scott's way. Should have got the DMX meal. What I say about people with two first names, I don't trust them. Anyway, no. tangent over. So. Tangent over. Yeah, my bad, man. I was just really anxious about that. Bro, you know we got a sponsor for that. Oh, that's right. Sunday Scaries. Wonder, wonder. I could use promo code Bucket Up and get twenty percent off my total. Why am I bugging, man? Yeah, bro. And anybody can do that. Anybody listening to our show, they put it in the promo code Bucket Up. They can get 20% off of any of the gummies, the unicorn jerky, and... They got some oils you can drop, too. Yeah, you're right, man. I'm bugging. Once again, promo code bucket up for 20% off your total. Uh, 
so yeah, so um, you know that 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 was Saturday. You know what I'm saying? Um, just chill. Joel slept, watched. Uh, she watched like two or three Harry Potters. Um, I was not about it. Um, and then let's see. You're not on the Harry, the Harry Potter shit. I thought you were going. I thought we were talking about football, bro. Oh yeah, yeah. No, so I was getting back to it. Oh, okay. Uh, so that was the Harry Potter shit. Boom, boom. No, getting back to it. Yeah, I was watching football. Like I said, I've taken you to the the promised land, my alma mater. I love football. There's this debate about should these colleges come back and play. My school, Arizona State, is part of the Pac-12. Their conference and the Big Ten, which is like made up of Ohio State and some other big name schools. They opted out to play into the springtime, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, football is back, and it, there's no fans in some of the stadiums. Florida State and some other schools, I think it was like Duke, um, had st- – or no, Notre Dame, they had fans in the stands. Which is wild to me. Right, um, because it's a mix of people and students, and it's like that's a that's, – that's, what's that called? That's a um, – like a, a – Bad a, idea. Yeah, it's a higher risk because it's a mix of the community. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a mix of students, you know. It's not isolation because you're not, like, distancing. Right, like, if it was just the students, I could kind of understand it. And if it was students that, like, had to get isolated. I can see the dorms because it's, like, at least they're isolated to a dorm. Exactly. You know, but if you're just having, you know, the boosters come through, like, my ass, if I show up on the field, you don't know where I'm going. Well, that's because the reason why they're doing that is because, we, like, we all know is – it would make sense for it to just be students, but that's not how they make their money. True. They make their money from everybody else buying the tickets. So they're like, we can't miss out on all that revenue, bro. Right. So, you know, that there's a debate going on right now. And I was getting on it with, with Twitter with some random people, which is stupid to me. But, on you know, the weekends, I don't got much going on. So they get some, get this free smoke. Yeah. Um, the debate is like, oh, should all the colleges play? You know, um, some are and some not. They're saying some of them are saying it's political, some aren't. I honestly I'm not even giving effort to the argument that a virus could be political, you know what I'm saying? Like Yeah, no, I'm not I don't even entertain that at this point. Also, football, like you were saying, they make boatloads of money. So if they if it was up to them, they would fucking rock and make all the money. You know what I'm saying? Obviously they're thinking of bigger than them, which is nice for once. Um and they're just like, nah, we're gonna wait, you know what I'm saying? Uh but with that, some of the teams have been playing, and it just gives it just, like, this weird half-ass feel. Um, you know, for the buckets that went to college, you know, like us, there was a, <laughs> there was a syllabus week, and that's where the te- – you know, you kind of feel like, should I show up? You know, it's not really a big deal. All the teacher's going to do is just kind of go over what we do this year. So it's cool. It's probably online, too. And there's just, like, this half-empty, half-ass, like, feel at the at the class. And, like, you know, you're looking around, and there's, like, half the people there. You're just like, ah, this is whack, right? And, yeah. dude, that's exactly the feel I had from these games, dude. Like, <laughs> like every touchdown, it was like, oh, that was cool. It looked like scrimmages, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I don't know, man. To me, it's forced. And that, and I'm not to give myself a big, big up, but I'm saying that that's a lot coming from me because I love college football, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Um, but, yeah. Where you at with it? I hate. I think it's so dumb. <laughs> I just don't think. It, I. I mean, I think it's a bad idea in general, and that's whatever. And I know there's like arguments for whether or not the, the players are safer on campus and like out and about because you know what I'm saying there's nobody. Not that they, which is also you know a problem, but this is them pretty much saying that they kind of monitor the, the kids and they're there and they're testing them, and so 
they're kind of in a more stable environment to not catch the disease and spread it. And I get that, but that I feel like that's one only like a thing at big colleges and not the smaller ones. And so that's one thing. And two, it's just like you can't control everything that happens on campus when it's college kids, bro. Like, do you remember how stupid you were when you were 17, 18, 19, 20? Like, and I was a fucking idiot. I know these people. That You literally go to college to make dumb mistakes. That's literally yeah. what you're there for. And, and le- to learn. And yeah. And you man, go there to learn, that- which literally means you stupid. Because <laughs> 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 you didn't sure, learn you ever, shit. Yeah, you haven't learned yet. Yeah, yeah exactly. And so they, they go in there, they're interacting with people on campus, you know they're not going to not party. Because I couldn't imagine me being in college right now not partying or having at least people, having people in the dorm and getting smashed. You know what I'm saying? Like, And so you're asking a lot from these kids. And then that's one thing. But then they're not getting paid for it. It just makes it even worse. And then they can spread it in the community. And it just, I don't know. All that is, is crazy. And trying to get fans in there. And then even just like the product-wise, without the fans it feels weird but at least in the nfl i'm cool with it because at least they kind of came to an agreement people were able to opt out if they wanted to they're getting paid so like you know what i'm saying i kind of i don't feel as gross seeing it in the nfl even though they're still risking it and might be spreading it in the community which is not good but i feel like one all these nfl teams got money and two you know what I'm saying? They the players signed up for it, regardless. Even though their the union's kind of weak, but I don't know. I, how you been feeling watching these games? And there's just like no, like the the, the weird like piped in crowd noises in the NFL games. So I, uh, you know, as a broadcaster for you know lower level football, the AZCFL and stuff, and college besides the pros, like I've I've. Uh, I have a respect for the broadcast, so I like watching it on TV as it is. Um, well, watching it on TV is probably better than being there, unless we were like fucking on the sideline, like ASU. But yeah, or you're, or if I'm bro, I like the booth, you know, or if I'm yeah, broadcasting, yeah. yeah. But with that, like, yeah, I, I think, um, like, the the crowd doesn't add as much as you think until they're gone because yeah. it, it adds to the spectacle. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I've broadcasted games with empty stands, and I and I know how it could just, you know, add height. So flat. Yeah, even like, bro, like, <laughs> not to equate it, but when you're balling at the gym and a mad dudes are waiting and yeah. you, you fuck around and make a cool move, that shit feels cool when somebody's like, like, oh, yeah, oh, good move, good move. Like, like, yo, I see you. Yeah, they call out, like, what you're wearing, like, oh, black shorts, good shit, right. good shit. And it yeah. adds to the pressure, motherfuckers fuck up and people kind of yeah. watching and they're talking yeah. shit. It's fun, bro. Or like even my turkey bowls that we play every year. Like we get some years we get some good crowds. Like it added to like the moms mm-hmm. and the girlfriends and shit. Like yeah. and it's like you, you show out, you know. So it makes and fun. The so. Angst in the crowd. I think the thing that we're gonna miss the most from this shit is uh, when a play like a team fucks up or like in today's game the Bengals lose because the kicker shanked the like ten yard punt pretty much or ten yard kick pretty much and there's nobody in the stands to go to looking distraught and laugh at and meme like we're gonna miss that shit bro <laughs> yeah you know what I'm saying? or um these are like subtle things that go unannounced that they're hard to speak on uh little things if you're watching a football game and you're watching the dishes 
Usually you can go by uh-huh. the crowd noise. Uh-huh. Decide, I was literally thinking that the other day. Who recovered a fumble or like if they caught a big pass or something. Mm-hmm. Right now you got to pay attention, which is wild because you know that's a lot of asking from me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But I guess they've been pumping in some of them. There was like uh, the Bucks and the Saints played today. And shout out to Brady losing. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why that still feels good. Also shout out every every black quarterback that played today won. So that's that's what's up. But also uh, yeah. no, Teddy Bridgewater lost. Oh fuck. Damn, mm-hmm. Teddy. That's the homie though. He was close. We're gonna count it. <laughs> and, and, and so and so did Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Fitz, bro. Uh but yeah, nah. So in that game, the something happened. I think they overturned like a touchdown, and uh, I guess they since they're piping in the crowd noise, they I don't know if it's just like the DJ who usually does the music in the stadium is just also working the the crowd noise. I don't know the inner workings of it, but they're like it was like booze, and then Troy Aikman was on the call, and he was like the crowd's booing, and he was just like, well, the the fake crowd that they put in. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's a little weird. <laughs> like, someone's like just not happy with his salary, just fucking with the noise. Yeah, he's he's like, you know, he's, fucking... he's just up there with a soundboard, like, boo. And what if it's just, what if just one guy? It's just a, it's just a DJ. And he just got a mic, and he's like, boo, yay. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, uh, I told my brother this story. He was like crying, laughing. I mean, this was back when there was fans in the stadium, but there was this dude at a baseball. I forgot what team it was, but their thing is, like, when they hit a home run, um, they do, like, fireworks. Mm-hmm. And if they win the game, they do, like, a grand finale fireworks. Like, yo, like, this shit's rocking. The dude wasn't paying attention, and the other team hit a home run, and he thought they did. So he just started doing the fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> and it was the end. It was, like, the later inning. So the home run for the other team would have been the walk-off. So he did, like, the walk-off shit. And oh, those fireworks go for, shit. like, 10 minutes. And, and so they're just chilling, and yeah. they're just mad. <laughs> <laughs> and they losing, and the shit's That's just, like, terrible. Oh, On your home field, they got the fucking... And he's got to just sit there and wait. And it's just like, yo, Dodgers win. And they just took the L and shit. And he's Damn, just like, bro. You, can't, even, like, you bro, can't put that back in the bottle, bro. Bro, they have the, they had a meeting with him like the next day. Like, so what happened? It's like, uh, <laughs> I think you get fired for that, bro. All you yeah. got to do is press a button if they win. And you did that wrong, bro. I, they they got to get you up out of here. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, but yeah, so, you know, with sports right now, football specifically, it feels a little um, forced and, you know, kind of just feels like, Whatever, but there with basketball, we've been talking about that. You know, the playoffs right now, they're getting good, uh, getting down to like the semifinals mm-hmm. and or the conference finals, which is the semi championships, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, the there's a player for the buckets that aren't you know sports savvy, it's good, we got you. Uh, Russell Westbrook, he plays for the Houston Rockets. Um, he's a very uh, emotional. mentally emo- yeah, mentally emotional guy. You know, what I'm saying he could he could work. Uh, he could uh, benefit off some Sunday scary shouts to the sponsor. 20, <laughs> 20% off your promo code if you use Bucket Up. Um, but no, nah, he, he gets in his head too much. And, and I don't like to be that dude that like, you know, likes the couch quarterback or couch coach and all that shit. But like mm-hmm. for somebody that does get in their head as much, I kind of can recognize that about other people. Uh-huh. And seeing Russ, he's, you know, one of the top five players in the league, top 10, you know, Maybe whatever. Not anymore, but yeah. Yeah. But you know, whatever, top 10 or top, top 20, whatever. 20, he's, something like that. he's an amazing basketball player. That's enough for me. And yeah, a professional, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so, but there was a 
it ended up being uh, there was a guy in the in the bubble, which is limited because you can have limited fans or fr- uh, family members in the bubble since mm-hmm. they've advanced this part. One of them ended up being it was Rajon Rondo, who's a player for the Lakers. His brother was uh, talking smack to Russell Westbrook, and he called him soft. And then he did the he was trash, trash, and then he did the Damian Lillard wave when Damian Lillard hit the game winning shot against. Uh, OKC a couple years ago and send them home, um, and then Russ after that he like had to prove a point. It was yeah, like he's spazzing. Who the fuck is this? I'm gonna be, yeah. right, I'll beat his ass. Get him out of here. Yeah, like, and who the fuck you talking other, to? All the other players are talking, um, like telling him to chill and stuff. And he's like, mm-hmm. no, nah, I'm not having it. Like, no, nah, like he's not talking. To, which he has a point. He's like, bro, they're not talking to you. So why do I have to stop? You know? Yeah, exactly. Like, bro, don't talk to the people on the. You here as a guest, bro. <laughs> This isn't regular shit. I can see you in the bubble and your shit. Don't do yeah, this. Dude. Yeah, I mean, not to equate it again, like I said, one time I worked for a job and we had like a company softball game. This mm-hmm. dude on the other team said he was going to throw the ball in my head. So I was like talking, I was just answering him, but then they made it seem like I was the aggressor. And I'm like, nah, I was just responded to what somebody said to me. Yeah, said. somebody else was wild, but that's what they always get the, the second person. But I will say Russ is like that just because that's how he played. Like he just a chip on their shoulder kind of dude. And I don't think he could be where he is right now if he didn't have that, like, always something to prove, kind of got a chip on your shoulder type mentality. And so it just – sometimes it boils over, but I really don't think he would be – I don't know if he would be as great as he was if he didn't, like, have that shit. You know what I mean? So I kind of – kind of just got to take that shit with what – it just comes with the package of him. But it just – it ends up being funny – when that doesn't translate to you winning the game to where you're talking shit to people and, and doing wild shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? When you're losing by 21, (laughs) not great look, but also tangent. The wildest thing about that story isn't even Russ yelling at the dude's brother in the crowd is, is that Ray John Rondo has a brother and his name is William Rondo. And it's like, how do you name one kid Ron J- Ray, J- uh, Ray John and another one William? <laughs> what came first, the chicken or the egg? I really don't know. I, I don't know. I, I think William's the older brother. So maybe they, they started off with like, yo, we got to give him like a normal name, you know, something that, you know, he can get through life with. How about William? And then when they, <laughs> the second one came out, they were just like, all right, fuck it. Just try to give him a cool name. <laughs> you know, Ray John, which is fire. Ray John's a fire name, bro. What's funnier, or not funnier, but I thought was also funny was that in normal circumstances in a basketball game, if somebody's talking shit to a player, it's usually a distance because a either the player doesn't hear you because you're so mm-hmm. far away, or when they do interact, because there's many YouTube videos that people can watch of like Russ interacting with fans and stuff. Oh, they be talking shit to Russ and Russ. They, I don't know, understand why people do it because I'm he Russ out here yelling at babies. <laughs> I don't know why you'd want to. Even dude like in ten- Utah was talking shit to Russ and saying he was gonna be on his knees, and Russ was like, "Hey, don't make me come up there with you and your wife's ass." <laughs> 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 so uh but yeah so like um you know there's many you know things but another another uh distance is like after they say this shit like it's it's it like they, they don't they're not going to re-interact with russell westbrook again you know so it's kind of just mm-hmm. like that fi- the 15 minutes of fame thing but i'm thinking i was like man they in a bubble like they're not too far apart from each other like he can right. find dude like what restaurant is he at Apparently, three of them you know what i'm saying the layer to it that's makes it funny is i guess his brother is a barber in the bubble 
So you can just go to the barbershop. <laughs> Run the fade at the barbershop, bro. That's all you got to do. He fucks up Russ's haircut. He's like, that's what this is all about. He might have done that. You see, Russ's, they gave whoever cut his hair in the bubble gave him the slop top. So I'm not, that's probably, he probably been wanting to shoot the fade for a minute, though. <laughs> I, I kind of forgot that he, he cut his hair. Sure yeah, long bro, that shit, I don't, his fade looked terrible in the whole bubble. I was like, who did this, man? They got this nigga, they look like he got a, he got like the, the, uh, I don't even know. It just looked like he got a fucking wild random patch. On top of his head, like they didn't even blend the fade at all. I was like, I was so disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> they they flopped in the fade, man. Yeah, bro. Andre Iguodala, he's looking rough, bro. I don't know if he's he he just not cutting anything cut. That's what it is. He just wow. Oh, he's yeah. just out here, bro. He like all he like the rest of us. He, he's <laughs> he looks like your uncle, uh, an uncle that is just like yo. I used to do this. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he shows to the the park and he's you like all right, old man. Then he start balling. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, it's like fuck, oh, all right, shit. well, DMs are <laughs> Um, But, yeah, so, and then, uh, so, yeah, man, I mean, I don't know. But I will say it was kind of cool. I know we're going a little sports heavy, but um, a little historic. For some of the buckies that don't know sports, I think the other day was, like, the first time in history that, like, every sports league performed that day. Because usually bet. Did NASCAR go? Um, possibly. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like yeah. they out. Yeah, it's cool if we don't count them. I mean, <laughs> them I and I, golf, I think, might have been. Yeah, off. well, because I don't think hockey, basketball, baseball, and football all ever play at once. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So those are the the core four. You know what I'm saying? But even MLS and I think WNBA played, and and uh, tennis, and I think like darts or maybe like cornhole. I don't fucking know. <laughs> the beat is exotic. Hey, hey. <laughs> oh, you got that samba in your soul. You walk my heart like burning coals. You kiss my lips and make me glow. You're everywhere I want to go. Beneath the night of falling stars, you're dancing in my dreams. Waves and waves and waves and waves of your frequency that I saw while I was over the phone with my brother, but it's not like they really counted, but it intrigued me enough to, um, it, it intrigued me enough to want to watch it again. It's called The Social Dilemma. It's on social, it's on Netflix, the netty. Um, <laughs> and uh, it's about like how social media, you know, controls us and how like um, the algorithms are designed a certain way to kind of pounce on our, um, our vulnerabilities and like, mm and it studies our habits and all those things, but there's workarounds. Like for example, um, you know, when they do like those, Oh, you like this video, we recommend you watch this, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, she, uh, there's a, 
they're talking about how like the solution to that is don't click on that like go watch that video go find that video yourself because then okay. they don't they don't capture you in the in the like the rabbit hole or the algorithm you know mm-hmm. okay yeah I, I think i saw the preview of that on netflix and i was intrigued but it was like shit i already i pretty much already know like all the data they collect from you and the shit that happened in 2016 from the election of like uh i think it was cambridge analytica where they were using they were like trying to figure out who they could figure out like your political affiliation how you're gonna vote who like what you're gonna do and shit off of and, it, and sometimes it's like even if you weren't on there it was like they can find out from information from like how you interacted with your friends on facebook and shit like that to see like how you might potentially like turn out and so they were using that to like highly market certain ads to people and and send like fake news articles people away and shit and so it was i mean it was like really scary shit even then so I, it's like shit i already knew about and that's why i kind of like for the most part i keep it light on facebook and twitter is like the one i go the most hard on but like i keep i try to keep it light on facebook and i don't browse it too much and look at for extra shit you know what i'm saying like I, if whatever like is there in my first couple of scrolls I might like, but I don't, I'm not deep on Facebook trying to watch videos and going through suggestions and this and that. And obviously you can go into your privacy and start, you know, fucking around with the ads thing that they show you. But yeah, that's crazy though. Still, it's crazy well, how much they can get from you off of that shit. And also, you know, it's funny, like I, I have, I have an understanding and an empathy for like the, the, the risk and the scariness of them collecting our info and stuff. But I also like, I also see that like, hey, I don't find it any different from another business that once they sell you one thing, they want to upsell you on another. True, true. And they, they, oh, hey, we know you like blue. So check out this blue scarf. Yeah. And like, I don't think that's any different. But the um, another factor is there's no, there's no obligation to sign up for social media. Like that's, you know, yeah. that's you don't have to have an account like that. That's the part that I also find that they're like, Oh, I don't like that. Facebook's taking my info. It's like, fam, you're on their product. You kind of given your info, but I think people don't, people just didn't realize how, how powerful it was giving away privacy and shames for like a free service that people at this point kind of feel like it's a necessity. You know what I mean? Like from just for my job, I gotta have Facebook, you know what I'm saying? Just to literally work at my job, I have to have Facebook to do certain things. And, and so people don't, people look at it as, as a necessity but don't realize what we giving up for that and don't think about how that can because i mean how could you have thought that sign up for this one fucking thing that was there for people to get laid in, in college was gonna end up being some shit that where they can fucking figure out everything you're gonna do off that shit and and you know what i mean and fucking ruin our democracy and all that types of shit but i don't know it, it is i feel like it makes sense when you think about it because I feel like so many people overshare on that damn app. So many, like, remember Foursquare? Like, where you just tell them where you're at? Why? <laughs> why were why why were people doing that? I don't remember that. Or like, like, I'm at Applebee's, and it's just like the it would just be like at Applebee's. It's like, what's the, even the point of you telling us you're at Applebee's, man? Like, all you're doing is telling you're just letting Facebook know the the spots you like to visit a lot. Yeah, and then but that's and then they it's just a layup for them. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, we're we're gonna push Applebee ads at this motherfucker all exactly. day. Exactly, exactly. Uh, but the thing that makes this all funny is, uh, you get the fucking conspiracy theorist people who 
are out here. I say this in a dark room behind his mic, which is fucking hilarious. But <laughs> I, you get the conspiracy people who are like, oh, the fucking vaccine, they're going to put chip microchips in you so they could track everywhere you go. And it's like, bro, you got a phone in your pocket that tracks you everywhere you go. And all you do is be on Facebook posting where you're at and you're dropping memes every two fucking, like, fucking two fucking minutes. Like, they know everything about you, dog. <laughs> they don't yeah, need the bro. microchip. Yeah, bro. Like I, I was not gonna say his name, but it's funny because he's a little easily influenced and on social media with he was saying some like anti vax or anti uh you know, anti COVID shit. I was like, bro, I was like, what are you talking about? I was like, you think it's fake still? And he's like he's like, Yeah, bro, they just wanna track you. I was like, fam, we're on a tracking device right now. It's called Twitter. Yeah, bro, like this whole thing that you're I can see where you tweeted this from. Yeah, <laughs> you're okay. Okay. the I, government. You know I can see where you tweeted it from, what you tweeted it on. Like I, bro, come on now. Yeah, and with time, like all this shit, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, like you, you're tracking yourself. We all tracking right. ourselves right now. Uh, that's kind of is what it is. But that's yeah. I, I thought about watching that, but I, you know how I am on the documentaries. It just makes me mad. Yeah, that's fine. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna rewatch it tonight. Um, and then yeah, uh, Power. You know what I'm saying? Shouts to I was a big fan back in the day when it came out back in the day, a couple of years ago. Yeah, um, it can't even be that. Was it a year? I feel like it had to be only a year or two. Um, it can I mean, the, the show actually dropped in like 2014. Oh, I meant just like the last time it was on air. Sorry. Oh, I got you. Yeah, the last season was like yeah, last year. Or so, but uh, 2019, I think, something like that. And so the show, the original show, ended, and you know, it was really good writing. Shout out to my man Fifty Cent. Um, big fan of his, and he was talking about like yeah, this show ends, but the show in itself never really does end. And because of that, he has all of these different spinoff uh, shows that have characters that are based off the characters in the original show, and they're starting to have their own chapters and stuff. So this new chapter is like kind of based on the son Tariq, who's the son of the main character in the first, you know, go at the show. And uh, yeah, I mean, I was watching it, and you know, it's funny because I guess not as I'm a, I'm in the minority when it comes to this but i didn't really think it was that good um i thought i'm gonna keep watching and i liked it because it was a a snippet of a show that i really loved but Mm -hmm. i thought the show started going downhill towards its last season anyway and i really didn't like the ending and yeah i thought this was you know again i've been watching the show so long that i kind of can predict the formula which is fine um i think you know we all have to have like one show that we just kind of like you know loyal to the death for stick it out yeah and i'm just like this is the one so um yeah, yeah. i'm back with stars too so if you need a stars login i got you i bet you know what i'm saying um some good I, movies oh for, for real that's what's up um yeah i had heard just about power and and that it was just about tyreek and and shit that i heard people say that the acting was better on the show but the 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 story writing the writing and shit wasn't that it was still kind of the same where it was kind of in and that's why I jumped off the show after three seasons or whatever but I just want to know are there still random sex scenes that are very pointless um there was a random sex scene in this one <laughs> it was uh yeah it was pointless but they gave I mean, Mary J Blige a sex scene she was getting her cheese clap n- nah I mean Tariq's roommate he's in college and his roommate was having sex so I guess ah, contextually okay. it makes sense but like Bro. it didn't need to be in there. Bro, that's what they they love giving sex scenes to like B characters. They don't. 
they give they give it to dudes who got like four lines through seven episodes, and they give you they give them a sec. They give them that's a why they trade out fifty cents. Probably like, yo, bro, hey, come here. We're gonna pay you just like a lunch stipend. But guess what? Your character gets a sex scene. He's like, yeah. oh, I bet. Did that help? I don't think I don't think actors like sex scenes, bro. Because it's just like, nah, but it's gonna put your dick in a sock. <laughs> yeah, I guess. You seeing your cheeks on screen, bro? I don't know. Uh, but yeah, nah. So I, that's why I was kind of off of it. But in terms of my weekend. The shit that I watched, um, I was pretty much on Hulu the whole the whole weekend watching shit. I, I mean, I've been watching The Boys, but I'm not gonna talk about that right now, you know, just because I might have something in the works with that. Uh, but uh, I was on Hulu and I watched this new show called Woke. Oh, perfect! I wanted to hear about it. Let me know. You wanted to hear about it? Yeah. So it's a new show on on Hulu. It just dropped all the episodes on. Uh, it was sometime last week. It got uh, Lamore Morris, Winston from New Girl. I don't know if anybody you watch New Girl, right? Yeah, Winston's the yeah, Shouts to Winston, who was like pretty much Winnie the Bish. Pretty much, it was my favorite character on that show. It was even though they had a lot of good characters, and it was obviously not Jess. She was the worst character on the show. But you got Smith, you got Nick, and and Winnie, Winnie the Bish. So you know, all three of those dudes were good. But yeah, so Lamore Morris on this show, he plays a cartoonist who he draws these like little cartoons comic strips called butter and toast and he pretty much was one of those i'm trying to think of like what's the 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 poster boy for you know what i'm saying and he wasn't on some like i'm not black i'm oj type shit but he was kind of he was kind of just like some girl the chick shot sashir zameda from from snl was, was like a report is like plays a reporter in the show and she kind of came up to him and was like, oh, I love how your art says this and that. And he's like, nah, actually, I kind of keep it light. Like, I don't know why, you know, as a black person, I gotta be, you know what I'm saying? I gotta say something. Like, I gotta be for something. I gotta be, I'm just making cartoons and, you know what I'm saying? That's, you know, fun for people to laugh at. And that's how pretty much how he lived his life, kind of chilling. And then one day he gets attacked or he gets tackled by cops who uh, mistook, mistook him for somebody else because he fit a description. And it kind of triggers like a PTSD type thing. It triggers like a thing in him where uh, he starts seeing and hallucinating shit and stuff talking to him. And so that's with him being like woke, you know what I mean? Quote in quotation marks. And so then it kind of like ensues from there, like him trying to like move past that of like going through that, even though he, he, didn't think that that shit would happen to him. Um, I was like going into the series, I thought it was going to be because, you know, I feel like at this point when people say like, oh, stay woke, woke this, like they doing it. Most most people are saying it kind of sarcastically at this point. And people who aren't saying it sarcastically kind of, they sound corny a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm woke. Like, you know what I mean? Shit yeah. like that. And so I thought that maybe going into the series, it might just be some bullshit like you know somebody made this show and it's gonna be fucking dumb trying to play on that but i actually thought it was very like smart like clever how they did the shit of him handling this because there's a lot of people out here who like probably you know even black people who they know that it they can it can happen to them because we see it all the time and but like with anything stuff don't really hit you until that shit happened to you and even if you knew it could happen to you if that shit happened to you like you're gonna have that's some shit mentally like you would have to fucking work through and you don't know how you were nobody knows how they would respond to it 
And so, yeah, I thought it was good. It was very, and it, it was not only was it smart and like moving through that shit, it was funny. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I like I like his character. I, I saw the preview and I thought that uh, it could be, and like you were saying, I didn't know if it was gonna be corny. Like, uh huh. It was like not... a, what was a movie a show that oh like Hood Adjacent that show came out and flopped. It was supposed to be on Comedy Central. It was uh-huh. supposed to be. It was this dude I forgot his name, but he was pointing out that he grew up in the hood, but not in the hood. Like he grew up. Yeah, in the hood. I remember that. Yeah, Hood. I remember, that. and it was like he did like stand up in the middle of him doing shit in the hood, right? Yeah, and it was just like he was pointing out that like yeah, like you know I'm I'm from the hood, but like I I don't. I don't like have like the hood lifestyle. He's very much like how Kendrick Lamar raps. <laughs> yeah, because Kendrick Lamar is like I'm in the hood, but I'm not doing. I'm not gang banging, gang banging, but I'm here. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. So, uh, yeah, I, I want to watch it now. So cool. Shows nah, yeah, it was shows to watch now. Nah, yeah, no, it was real cool. Uh, the roommates are good. One of the roommates is the dude from Workaholics with the hair. I can't remember his name. And Workaholics. Oh, he's got the Blake. Surfer. Maybe his, I think his Blake was in his, was his name in Workaholics. He's the one who had, the he had the, suit? yeah, he had the bear suit. Okay, he's like, yeah. Bitch, better have my honey. Like that that guy. And he's you know he's getting in his roommate. I don't I don't remember him from anything else, but uh, he was funny as hell in that shit. Like pretty much playing like a fuck boy, and so in lying to women and shit about you know what I'm saying like whether he was a, he was telling the chick he was Baron Davis and it was funny. Uh, but yeah, no nah, that and. They had the chick from my zombie in it who and she's good and obviously Sajira Tomato and the hallucinations were funny too because they got pretty big people to do the voices of that. They got um JB Smooth in there to do voice, Cedric the Entertainer, uh I, and then some other people. But it was it was funny. I thought it was funny and and smart. I watched it all pretty much this week while I was on the exercise bike. So it was, and it's quick, 30 minute episodes. You can kind of breeze through that motherfucker. Uh, so yeah, I definitely recommend that if you know if you need a show to watch. It's uh, on it's on Hulu though, and they dropped the whole show. Yeah, yeah, it's on Hulu. Hulu does the shit where they mostly drop it all, and let, except for some shows like uh, Handmaid's Tale goes week to week, but a lot of shows they got they just drop them all. It just depends. It depends, you know. Uh, oh, cool. I'm gonna watch it now. Yeah, I don't know, and I wonder if they're gonna. I forget see them not doing the second season. Or, but I can see them also doing a second season. But apparently, it's based on a real guy. Like, there's really a guy out there named uh, Keith something. I forgot what his name. I forgot his last name. But there's a there's an actual cartoonist that this is based on, which is kind of crazy. I gotta look him up. But the other shit that I watched on Hulu was I watched two movies, and we kind of preview one of them, and we talked because we talked about it on it. It was called The Binge. Oh, right, right. right? Yeah, I, I didn't end up watching it, but I wanted to. Yeah, so me and Katie watched it, and the whole premise, like I said before, if you listen to that pod, was it was pretty much like The Purge, where in the future, uh, they realize, obviously, drugs and alcohol are bad, and so they, they go into another kind of prohibition where they ban that shit. But in order to have not have people, you know, pretty much do what they did in the prohibition and kind of do all that shit underground and pretty much make their own fake booze and moonshine and shit that they would just do like the purge and have everybody there's like one night a year that everybody 18 and older can uh drink as much as they want and do as many drugs as they want is completely legal and it's like the police would come and like fucking unload all the fucking confiscated drugs from the year and like put them out on the streets for people to just take and yeah no and so yeah me and katie watched it and like the premise it sounded like a good premise 
for something that would be like stupid funny. And I would say I, there was definitely some points in the movie where I laughed because it was like genuinely funny to me. But for the most part, the movie is just dumb. And like Vince Vaughn's in there being a weird Vince Vaughn character. And there's a lot of things in there that just didn't really make sense in terms of like the plot and shit, you know, going through like, I I, I mean, I guess the, I, don't, I don't know if anybody cares if they give it away, if I give it away. But if there's like, the movie, I don't think it's a big deal. Nobody's gonna care. But there's that one point where like the dude pretty much roofies the parents. This is in like the preview. And so like in order to them for them to go out, he like roofies their roofies their parents on the game night that they're gonna do. And and then they kind of just leave their parents chilling outside after they roofie them. And at the end of the movie, they don't really resolve that. They don't get in trouble or anything <laughs> from them doing that. They just kind of move on with the story. And I'm like, huh? And Katie's just like, don't worry about it, bro. This is supposed to just be dumb. <laughs> but nah, it was it was a lot of uh, pretty much drug use, and it was pretty much what you would think. And every it's like every other high school movie where it's like two friends. They start the movie. They're the best of friends. They're not as cool, but they kind of want to be cooler, and so they do some shit. Then try to make some some grand gesture to some chick is one guy, and they're trying to do some shit to be cooler. And, and on the way to that journey, they kind of end up getting mad at each other. And, you know, right before they're going off to college or some shit. But then at the, by the end of the movie, they get back together. Because that's literally every coming age story, pretty much. Except for, like, Juno, I guess. <laughs> and Napoleon Dynamite, maybe. I don't know. Uh, but, no, nah, it, was, it was funny. The only thing me and Katie kept saying is, like, the, how much drugs they were taking. We were like, this is a flaw because they would all be dead. Everybody would be... If you've never did alcohol in your life or drugs in general and you're just doing like a bunch of shrooms and molly and and weed and pcp and drinking on top of that like everybody's just dead you're dead you're not about to just be alive you're, not about to, you're definitely not about to be function functioning you know what i mean and like smoking weed you'd be new to it you'd be like yo which way do i roll this or like this by the time right. you find out a roll blunt like the the binge is over you're like Shit. right right exactly so that's the only thing that uh was kind of wild about it but i mean if again if you if you got some time to kind of kill and you want to watch something stupid put on something stupid why not you know what i mean especially if you already if you already have hulu it's all goody you know what i mean true and then i watched one we watched one other movie called uh hooking up also on hulu and this one was new and it was it had the chick britney snow from pitch perfect i don't know if you remember her uh pitch perfect the same one we back pitches or the yeah the first one the first one oh well, she's in all of them she's like the blonde one who's kind of peppy britney snow um, oh okay nah <laughs> but yeah. sure or maybe she's a redhead i think she's a redhead actually either yeah she's a redhead sorry not the blonde one but uh yeah so she's in this movie and i feel like everything i've seen her in she's been playing kind of like a like the sister or like the cheerful kind of ditzy one but in this movie, she plays like a sex addict and, you know, she's addicted to sex or whatever, but she's going to like the sex, un- like anonymous group thing because she was court ordered and she kind of comes across this dude who's going to another meeting right next door for like cancer survivors support group. And that dude is actually like losing his testicle because he, he, he had, he had, um, is it, is it testicle cancer? Testicular. Uh, yeah, testicular cancer, and so you had already lost. You already had lost the ball, and um, he f- he found another lump on his other one, 
and he you know he goes to the doctor and finds out that uh he's got it again like it came back and so he has to take off the next one and so and she pretty much i did i think she worked at like some big magazine and she was about to get fired or whatever the hell it is for being wild and doing wild sex addict shit and so she but she pitched right before you know so she didn't get fired a story where she went across the country and had sex in all the places she had sex before with this dude who's about to lose his ball, his like ball. So it was like the last hurrah for him. You know what I'm saying? Before he, you know, lost his testicle. And so and she was going to write about it. And so they kind of, you know, they go through it. And it, I feel like the way I described it made it sound like it's a funny movie. But I think you can have sex without testicles. I think you no, just... no, you can, but it was like, I don't know. Apparently if you lose both testicles in cancer, you have to get like testosterone shots to kind of get your shit up. Which is mm. wild. I did not know that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought the balls were just about, uh, you know, delivering semen. But I guess that would make sense, right? Like, if it didn't know, like, if it didn't think it could deliver semen, then it would probably not get your balls, you get your shit up. Which is why I guess when you get a vasectomy, they just snip the tube. They don't, they don't take your balls out. Yeah, I don't know. And hopefully, knock on wood, we never have to relate. <laughs> yeah, that would, yeah. Get your shit checked. Check yourself, bro. Make sure you ain't got no lumps on your balls, bro. Mm. <laughs> But yeah, no, it was. It's not. A, I mean, it's a comedy. There's definitely funny moments in it, but it was definitely more like uh, down to earth and kind of serious. Uh, him dealing with the cancer shit, her dealing with like being a sex addict and not really taking it serious and trying to figure out what's wrong with her. But actually, it actually turned out being a pretty good movie. I would say check that out too if you just you know if you obviously if you're on Hulu you need something to watch and you you know you want something that got kind of a message. Also, if you like Veep. I don't know. Did you watch Veep? Nah, the one with Dreyfus. Yeah, yeah. Nah. It, it, it's the black. It's the black dude from Veep is in this. I forgot what his name is in Veep, but he he's fucking funny as shit on it. But it's that guy. He's in there uh, in this movie. But yeah, you can check it out called Hooking Up. But yeah, that's what I watched. So yeah, I'm definitely gonna check Woke out. Um, I got the new episode of Power to watch tonight and I, that documentary. And then you know Monday rolls around and you know the week flies by. So maybe I'm a touch that up on the week you know what i'm saying because mm-hmm. i try to hit at least one movie throughout the week if it's not something i've seen already you know what i'm saying no no i get you since we like kind of short on time we can get to the our, our two for two but um yeah no uh 
and we found out this week that I guess Dr. Dre and his wife are getting a, getting divorced. And that's whatever. Obviously, that shit happens. You know, people get divorced. But I guess everybody's up in arms on social media because she filed that she wanted $2 million for spousal report, support every month. And which is whatever. Like, I feel like if I just saw that she wanted $2 million, I'll be like, yeah, bro, I'm pretty sure Dr. Dre got it. And I'm still at that point where I'm like, bro, Dr. Dre definitely got $2 million. I don't really care. That's just how these rich people are. That's what happens when you get divorced and you got a prenup. Like, the they probably money made goes $2 million today. Yeah, exactly. So, like, you know, all the all the people buying Beats headphones, like, he's probably Gucci. But, um, but then they had her, like, kind of, I don't know if it's a legal thing where they have her write it out or some shit like that, but they had her, like, describe what she was using the $2 million for monthly. And that's where people were kind of losing it because it was, like, $900,000 for, like, for entertainment every month and, like, like a couple thousand dollars for a phone for phone and shit and everybody's like bro what like you are you having fucking beyonce concerts every fucking month like what like what do you need a nine hundred thousand dollars for entertainment like what do you are you getting live screening of every upcoming mcu movie like what the fuck (laughs) yeah netflix accounts like nine bucks yeah no so here's the we got the rundown right now and it's like five million in lawyer fees. That's also on top of there. But she said she needs ten grand a month for laundry and cleaning, one hundred thirty-five thousand dollars a month for clothes, sixty thousand dollars a month for education, one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars a month for charity contributions, one hundred thousand dollars a month for mortgage, twenty thousand dollars a month for phone, cell phone, and email. They already had a dispute, I guess, before about the prenup or some shit like that. But uh, that's crazy. I mean, again, I don't know if she just had to write shit down for legal to where she had to get to the number that she wanted. You know what I'm saying? But like a hundred or twenty thousand dollars for telephone, cell phone, and email is wild because it's like, what sprint plan are you on, bro? Can you call niggas from Mars? What's up, <laughs> bro? I'm kind of, I kind of feel her a little bit though because one time my tax return was held up by the IRS and they were like oh, we don't have proof that you're in college. I was like, bullshit. Like, yeah, dude. Like, all right, well, just write us, like, a thing about itemization on what you pay for. Mm-hmm. And I hit him with, I put, like, 3,000 for books. They're like, bro, how many? <laughs> I was like, how many books are you getting, bro? Yeah, I mean, granted, it feel like it's three grand because it's, like, 300. You're like, I ain't got money for this shit. Put that shit in my tuition. Take it out of that. What the fuck? Um, but, yeah, no, it's it just crazy. And the thing that's wild about me is she said 20 grand for phone cell phone and email who in this world pays for email <laughs> someone on aol bro she getting scammed by yahoo man hotmail running up the fucking prices though <laughs> that's a like, finesse bro that's she's a- like she's like saying shit that's like free she's like thirty thousand for oxygen yeah <laughs> like bro i need i need 30 i need 35 grand for tap water 50 you know percent I mean? intangibles 50 grands for just like i've been i've had enough i'm fed up <laughs> like what like ah, like but yeah that's the thing that it's just wild i've seen people talking about it but obviously every time this shit happens whether it's child support or spouses getting shit or you know when they when they divorce i'm like bro this is rich people shit if they didn't have a prenup you if it goes both ways if it's the man or the woman, especially if there's some sort of, I don't really know if there's 
some sort of cheating or some shit or abuse or some shit like that in this. It might have been more amicable, but <laughs> this is my take on it. Anybody that has a billion dollars, more than one billion dollars, which I think Dr. Dre has, mm-hmm. he's worth eight hundred million apparently. Okay, fine. And uh, how about this one? Anybody over a hundred million? Mm-hmm. I'm not concerned with them losing any money below that amount because they have. Yeah. If if I don't care if he she had he had to give ten million he has ninety million there's nothing you can buy with ninety yeah exactly like you giving up half is like oh you so forty million damn bro I'm sorry <laughs> like yeah, that just bro. is what it is at this point you know what I'm saying bro like that's that's what it is as long as your shit's covered I don't think it should matter how much you give away bro exactly. people argue the principle but that's also that's poor people shit arguing rich people problems like, that's true that's true it is poor people like yo why. Um, they think you people be thinking about it in their terms, like, oh, if I'm working all the time, I won't give all my money to to her. It's like, but that person isn't giving all their money to them. They're giving half their money and being very comfortable still, <laughs> like beyond comfortable. Like you know what I'm saying? But I, it's you know, I think I heard Bomani Jones talking about it. He was saying that if uh, if he had to give the money, like that's whatever. That's just kind of the, the shake. But it's like I don't want to really come to your house and see you like. Especially if you have a new man or something, and that nigga in my car, like, <laughs> like the car I paid for, you rocking around and shit, got the new Jordans on that apparently I paid for, like that might be, I can see anybody being salty by some shit like that, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, one day we'll be rich to have rich people problems. Right, yeah. exactly. I'm like, bro, if me and Katie are divorced and she just want to have my money, I'm like, all right, so you're getting half of the student loan debt then. <laughs> <laughs> you get half this credit card debt and yeah. There's a lot of visits to Taco Bell, like exactly, you know, bro. Like, this is you now. You in the net negative, my guy. I don't know what to tell you. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, <laughs> that's funny, dude. Yeah, uh-huh. we could we could do our little quick two for two before we hit our song. Yeah, of the man. Week. Yeah, we we can't hit him with the song of the week alarm, but we need a two for two alarm. You know what I'm saying? It could mm. be like one of those like cuts, like two, four, two. <laughs> so I'm, gonna do, I'm gonna just I'm gonna just put like sparkles around what you just said or some shit. There, Fireworks there, or some shit. Anything, bro. Anyway, so here we go. Number one, this one was going back and forth. I actually, this was honored, uh, not honored, but inspired through my brother. Who has the best French fries? It could be fast food. It could be fast casual. It's literally anywhere. Best best French fries. Yeah, it could be. It could be your house at the the, the Air Foodie. Mm, okay, I mean, this is a tough one. So I think if we go on fast food, you have to go Arby's, even though Arby's sucks for literally everything else. That's wild. That Arby's is your favorite fries, but you shit on that place. Exactly. Oh, that place is fucking garbage. Because I don't want a roast beef fucking sandwich, dog. <laughs> I don't want it, right? Everything else is trash there, but the curly fries are fire. It's curly fries. Everybody loves cur- curly fries with the seasoning Jack, on it. Jack in the Box got curly fries. Oh, yeah, that's true. But I don't. the thing about Jack in the Box, I've never, every time I see anything with them, and never appetizing me unless I'm like drunk. I gotta be smacked to eat at Jack in the Box. You know I actually I mean? like waffle fries. Waffle okay. fries are cool. But no, nah, my best ones, if we're going fast food, we're going uh, checkers on the East Coast out mm-hmm. here. It's called rallies. You know what I'm saying? Okay. They got the, the peppery, spicy ones. Oh, I gotta check um, that out. You know what I'm saying? So that's my favorite French fries. And then my favorite, like, fast, casual. I'd say Red Robin, man. The bottom. Oh, right. Yeah, the bottom mistakes. They got they. Yeah. So uh, we got the when we got the DoorDash of Red Robin, they kind of switched it up. Cause before you could just get all you could get was steak fries, but now you can get like garlic steak fries, and like sweet potato steak fries, which is wild, and some other ones. And so I got the garlic ones, and they were still pretty fucking good. 
Um, even though I'm, it's weird because I only like the steak fries at Bucket or not Bucket at uh, ba- nobody say Baskin Robbins now at Red Robin, but like I don't really like them anywhere else. Like if I wouldn't buy a bag of frozen steak fries to cook at the crib. Yeah, you know what I mean. They just like kind of too wide. I don't really know, but I'm trying to think of like the place back home. There's a place called Bill Gray's. Their burgers are are fire, but they they also got some pretty good fries. And I'm trying. I, there's some like diner that I that we used to go to that also has some good fries. But I like when the fries got that like weird crispiness. It feel like they're double fried. You ever had those? You yeah, they got about? like the the crispy tip. Yeah, they're just like kind of golden. They real obviously all fries are golden on the outside, but I don't know. Just like feel like there's another layer of of shit. Like it was just double fried. Like or like when you get when you fry uh, chicken wings hard. Like, but it's like sometimes you go to a diner and their fries are like that, and that shit's fire. But yeah, I can't. dude, that's true. French fries from a diner with a glass ketchup jar—that's fire. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those should be hidden. Yeah, ketchup out of a glass jar is better than plastic. I don't know why. I don't know why either. But I, yeah, I've been—I'm usually you know, trying to get some honey mustard or something anyway. But yeah, true. Actually, that should be a thing because I feel like everybody's different on what they dip their fries in. I mean, I like honey mustard, but I'm saying if I'm gonna do ketchup, it's got to be out of a out of the glass uh, joint. Yeah. Um, all right, that's a good one. Second one, blanket or pillow is more crucial for a nap. Ooh, that's tough, bro. That kind of that kind of reminds me of when you used to like sleep at your friend's house and they would just <laughs> the one friend house you stay the night over at and they don't give you a blanket or a pillow. <laughs> right, so you kind of like, all right, good night, bro. And you just sleep on the couch and you kind of like pulling the the seat cushion and putting that shit over your body. As a blanket, because you cold as shit, or like their parents wake up in the middle of the night and get you a blanket, like, yo, what the fuck? Why wouldn't this dude get you a blanket? <laughs> oh, yeah, that used to happen. Or, or, or like you be in your jeans and you're like, yo, did, does uh, does Kenny have like basketball shorts? You're like, did Kenny offer any? I'm like, nah. <laughs> uh, like, he asked you to stay tonight, but they didn't even try to prepare nothing. But yeah, um, I'm gonna say, fuck, that's tough, bro. I'm gonna, I'm gonna think I'm gonna go with the pillow. Because the thing about blankets and shit is like you don't always need a blanket to go to sleep. Because there's some, especially when I was back in New York, like here everybody got AC, and so you pretty much got your house set to the temperature you like. Like here we got that shit dumb cold because Katie apparently is hot. It's the fucking shit's over anything over seventy like two or seventy three because she bougie. But you know what I'm saying. So I need a blanket every night, and it kind of feels good to just. The place is cold, but you gotta you gotta blanket. You know what I mean? Yeah, unfortunately, I sweat too much in my sleep, so it's kind of a risk. You know what I'm exactly, saying? exactly. Um, but, but I was I was gonna say that with the blanket, you you don't need it every time you sleep. But with a pillow, man, if you're trying to sleep without the pillow, that shit uncomfortable as hell. Your neck be all like leaning down, and you make it wake up with the crook neck, and you don't feel comfy. You can't really get comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, me, I'll be having a problem with, do I need two pillows or one? I feel like one's not enough, but two pillows are too much. And so, you know what I'm saying? I feel like pillows are very important. Did you ever see that, like, that meme making fun of those cringy couples? And this girl was, like, texting her boyfriend, like, I'd rather sleep on you than a thousand pillows. It's like, yeah, <laughs> no shit. Who the fuck would want to sleep on a thousand, a thousand pillows? pillows, bro? And also, <laughs> I don't want you to sleep on me, man. That's shit uncomfortable. We getting hot. Uh... <laughs> I think, but here, see, this, this is why everything's crucial. For me, I'm going blanket because wow. I didn't say you have to sleep on a bed. Um, mm. And sometimes, oftentimes at work, 
aka my apartment, I have a, a, a futon right outside my desk. And if I want to take a little quick nap on my lunch break, I'd use the blanket to kind of trick myself that like, yo, it's nap time. Whereas uh, okay. if I'm just laying on the pillow, then I'm just chilling. You know what I'm saying? That's true. I mean, it is better to like, when you throw the blanket over your head, then you kind of, that kind of gets you in the mood to sleep. Like, yeah. There's nothing better than like, when you wake up in the middle of the night and you, you know, you pee, but you kind of, and when you pee, you kind of worried about being able to go back to sleep. And, but when you lay down, you just put the blanket over your head, you go right back to sleep. Like that's yeah. shit. Yeah. But you need, I feel like you still need that pillow, bro. I don't know. Well, you know what I'm saying? Now, that's the perfect dilemma, because then if we somewhere and they only got one set, you can have the pillow. I'll take the All right, there you go. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, we can show this, throw this to the to the buckets, let us know, like, which one y'all would rather have the, or which one is more crucial to the nap, the blanket or the pillow, and what y'all, what's the best French fries and slash, what, what do y'all dip y'all French fries in? Facts. And you heard it here first on Two for Two. <laughs> nah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, but with that, man, burn, 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 we finally arrived. You know what I'm saying? I, I can smell my dinner cooked. Joel's dad's here. So we're ready to rock, do a little part two family reunion. Hey. Over here. Um, but yeah, song of the week, man. I think um, I'm going double dipping because I re listened to the Big Sean album. Really like. And uh, there's a song on there that oh, I really like. I'm sorry, you cut out. Like, you, know, you cut out. What'd you say? Oh, I re listened to the Big Sean album. Um, mm-hmm. And there's a song on there that I really liked. And it's called Everything You're Missing. And uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Is, is There's a feature on that one, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I don't know who the guy is that's featured. So I'm going to pull the it up. The Dwele, D W E L E, I want to yeah, say. Yeah, Dwele. Yeah, which is like Wale with a D. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, Everything You're Missing, Big Sean. Um, there's no success without no pain. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that's the, one of the bars in there. He's true. And, uh, you know, he's one of my favorite artists. I was happy that he dropped an album. So. Nice. I feel like I didn't see as much. I mean, obviously I saw some of it, but I feel like Big Sean has gotten to that place where, like, I feel like when he drops something, you see a lot of hate on the internet, people who don't like him. Just like with J. Cole, you see people, you know, when J. Cole dropped, they say that his beats put them to sleep and shit. Like it's NyQuil and, you know what I mean? Logic gets all the hate. And sometimes Logic kind of, you know, it makes sense. But, yeah, I see sometimes that happens with Big Sean. And I feel like I didn't see that much of it, even though I know the people who already didn't like him weren't really about it or whatever. So, yeah, it's cool. I heard he did, like, 110 the first week, 110,000 or some shit like that the first week for his, like, third straight number one album in a row. So, shouts to Big Sean. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? I like uh, – also, people make fun of him because he's short, but his name's Big, but he t- explains <laughs> that, like, Big Sean's, like, his impact. So, I'm like, ah, that's cool. Word. And I, we know, everybody know I'm I'm in the Sada Baby Hive And he had a little feature on there Even though that, that song was fucking disjointed as hell The the Friday Night Cypher Just like uh, all yeah. over the place But I do, I still fuck with Sada Baby Getting on there A little quick uh, shit um, But yeah, my songs of the week I'm gonna just start off by saying I did some reviews um, The first album I listened to over the weekend was Conway's uh, Conway the Machine new album called um from king to god to a god and people don't know conway is from the group griselda who come from buffalo uh it's him benny the butcher who's like most people know he's like the dude that everybody knows from there and uh west side gun and uh, i think that's just i think it's mostly them three and i know there's a guy stove guy cooks that i probably talk about on here 
you know, they do more like boom bappy, gritty, you know, push a T style, serving packs and shit type rap. And so if you like anything like that, I would say check it out. This shit is really good. Kanye, Kanye got bars on bars on bars. And if you a big G unit, G unit fan, <laughs> they got a Lloyd Banks sighting on there, bro. I ain't heard of Lloyd Banks verse in a minute. Long Island. What up? He from Long Island. That's what's up. Yeah. yeah. He, he, don't, he don't got the terrible Long Island accent, which is I would say is up there with accents you would not want to hear during sexy time. Yeah. Long the Island. North, the North Shore Long Island. Now, he's from, uh, he's close to, I think he's from uh, Syosset, which is close to Huntington. He'd be chilling out at the Walt Whitman Mall. You know what I'm saying? Ah. So saying. Um, okay. Yeah. You got a Lloyd Banks sighting on there. I, I feel like that was, obviously, he had to bend on other shit, but I feel like the last prominent. Lloyd Banks feature I heard was Beamer, Benzer, Bentley, which was, it was fire, but that was so fucking long ago. I remember bumping that in like my 2003 uh, fucking Mitsubishi Galant in like 2009 or some shit, 2010. It was a while ago, man. <laughs> Another Long Island sighting would be Back to Power, uh, Method Man. He's on the new season. Yeah. And- He's he was a little cross player from Long Island, bro. Like, oh, yeah, typical, bro. That crossover perfectly because Method Man is also on this album. So, that's called synergy, my guy. Mm. Synergy. That's called organic organic chemistry. That's there the bucket of podcast. There you go. Get the beakers out, bro. Um, but yeah, so definitely check that out. The other album that I listen to because I keep giving this dude a chance, even though I don't fuck with his eye on like most of his shit is uh. Young boy never broke again. <laughs> I keep, y, YBN, YBN, uh, you know, uh, NBA, young boy NBA. I don't, I don't know why I keep giving him a chance because you know every now and then he'll drop a song that I actually like. Like I like Top, I like or Little Top. I like um, uh, Make No Sense is one that I fuck with. Um, but yeah, he came out a new album called Top in general, and I heard people kind of talking about how his shit was fire. My little brother. Uh, Squarehead loves him. He always posting on him on Snapchat, and I guess the album went number one because people fuck with him. Uh, but I listen to it, and I just, just, I just, I don't know. I just don't like mostly like the thing that he goes to most often, which is kind of like slower type beats, and he kind of raps and and the way he raps, it just I don't know. I don't, it don't really stick to me except for a few songs. So the one song that I did like was Casey Talk, which is pretty good, and then he had a Lil Wayne feature called My Window. That was actually decent. That I was, if you're gonna check it out, I would say, you know, check those two out. But obviously, if you fuck with Young Boy in general, you probably already heard it. But you can go check it out, I guess. But I'm, it's just, I, I probably chime again just because I don't know why. I just like, ah, let me check it. But yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I feel like I'm just keep hitting my head against the wall because I don't end up liking this shit. <laughs> uh, another real quick music. It's not even his music that I like, but he did a. Uh, NLE Chopper, who was in that Roddy Rich song, Welcome yeah. Down, whatever. Bro, he's got the worst Snapchats ever. Like, he'll just randomly just, like, lick his teeth and then sign off and shit. But then one time, he actually was, like, roasting – or not roasting. He was uh, boiling ginger and, and lemon. And he's like, yo, this is good for you. I was like, all right, I'm going to try that. So, shouts to NLE Chopper. <laughs> got me out here bubbling uh, lemon and ginger in my Random, apartment. Random sidebars. I saw him – on like post either on his Insta or on Twitter saying that he was gonna stop rapping about violent shit. Like you see him rapping about that shit. That's old. He said you're on to more positive stuff. And then he had, then his XL a double XL free uh, freestyle came out and he was just rapping about 
it was the same shit. <laughs> and I, I mean, maybe that was the old shit he was talking about, so he was kind of preparing us, but it was just funny. Also, shout out to the Double XL. I know every year that shit comes out and people are like, oh, I don't know these people. Like, who is this? Like, that's the point. They're freshmen. You know, it's people that are up and coming, so you probably do not know them. <laughs> like, I don't know why this is so hard for people to understand, but there's a couple people on there that I had to listen to. Our boy Fivio Foreign was on there. Um, uh, Chica is a good rapper if you want to check her out. If you like somebody like Rhapsody, even though it's not completely the same, and I'm doing, I'm stereotyping right now by putting them in the same class, but she's she's really good at rapping. Uh, and Mulatto, even though I feel like her name is a little controversial because her name is fucking Mulatto, I just say Big Lotto, you know what I'm saying? But she was she's she's pretty good. But I know at the, the internet was going crazy because in her freestyle, Fivio Foreign was right there, and she was like, "Oh, I never fucked the rap nigga." But a Fivio Forum want to, like, he can get it. And he was right there. He was like, ah. <laughs> and he was doing this, like, ad-libs, like, looking over, like, click it, wow. <laughs> and so it was just, like, a funny moment. So if you want to check that shit out. But, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just wanted to interject with that. So, But I would say check her out. Obviously, Fivio's cool. He got some cool music. Um, Chica's cool. Uh, Jack Harlow, if you only heard what's popping, like, he got other shit that's, that's fire. And he made the list. I can't really vouch for anybody else on there that I can think of. Um, but yeah. And then my songs, songs of the week. Uh, my song that bops, I'm going to go with some brand new Usher, baby. We got Bad Habits. I He got a video out for it already. This shit bang to me. I don't know if it's going to hit because it's Usher in 2020. And sometimes, you know, people put out these dope songs, you know, people that are kind of older in the game. And it kind of just like go under the radar just because they're not new people, you know what I mean? But mm. that shit hard to me. I don't. I'm not probably not gonna put it in this episode because, you know, copyright shit. I'm not trying to get our shit taken down again. Uh, but I would say go seek that shit out because it's fire to me. And then for my song that uh, that slaps, I'm gonna go with. Huh, I'm gonna go with uh, DDG featuring Blueface, Moonwalking and Calabasas remix. Uh, fucking Blueface. I know I usually dog on here because he, he can't rap on beat. And shout out to the homie Trav as always. He fucks with Blueface. I think it's only because he's a crip, but <laughs> and not because he's not that great at rapping. Uh, but on this song, I feel like he did a good job. He feel like he switched up the flow. He kind of went more with the with the beat. It was kind of more sing songy rap that we kind of hear nowadays. But I feel like it fit perfectly, and the song kind of goes. I, I definitely probably put that on the on the episode somewhere. And if not, I would say go check that out. And then my song, that bang, I'm going to go with T.I. and Young Thug, uh, Ring. And then, uh, if you know T.I. and Young Thug, they're a pretty uh, lethal duo. They did, um, what's the song that they did? Why am I blanking on? Uh, what the fuck? I know you know, bro. Young Thug and T.I. song? Is it recent? No, no. It came out like when I was in college, bro. Oh, Young Thug and T.I. Uh, I don't know. You stumped me. Hold on, hold on. I'm looking it up. Because I know that there's... Damn, bro. I'm, I mean, I was... Oh, it's about yeah. the money, bro. Fuck. I don't know why I blinked on that. I'm mad. It's all about the money. Yeah. Don't, oh, yeah, okay. no, don't waste my time. It ain't about the money. Uh, I didn't know Young Thug was in that. What? Listen to it again. How you did not know that he does the whole... I mean, I was T.I. in the chorus and then... Thug and kind of like, I don't know what you call it when it's like the chorus, but not the chorus, like the bridge part of the chorus. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. there's like a second part of the chorus. You know? The hook? Oh. 
what the hook is it? okay <laughs> but yes they you know they already collabed on some fucking fire shit like that and so ring is pretty good too even though nowadays ti is pretty hit or miss so but yeah i would say check that out and those those are my songs of the week well shouts to that bro I'm going to definitely check out that Usher because I'm a big fan. You know what I'm saying? I was, you know, I got some of my herpes jokes off when they were. Oh, yeah, of course, bro. Herpes, man. (laughs) Got to let it it burn. You know what I'm saying? Uh, And also, it's like this thing is way better. He's back to like singing, singing like about shit and not what he was doing before when he did that Zaytoven album where he was kind of rapping. And it's like, yeah, I don't need this from Usher, bro. I don't want this. Oh, that's sick, man. Um, as always, man, thanks for putting up with me week in, week out. You know what I'm saying? Someone's mm-hmm. got to do it. You know what I'm saying? So, shouts to you. Congrats again on the big news, Uncle Jesse Unlimited. I'm excited to add some parenting influence on this pod. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to be the, the diaper changing pod or some shit. Oh, shit. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, other than that, man, for the people that are new to the um, realm, what is the organic chemistry that is us? Where can they find us, bro? Because the buckets that they're on the wave, they know where we at. Yeah, man, you can find us on most of the places where you can listen to podcasts, but I'm sure you're probably listening to us on SoundCloud because that's the main joint. If not, you can find us on Spotify. You know what I'm saying? Just add us in the up next. We can, you know, play in the middle of your playlist if you want. Um, You can find us on Stitcher Radio, on Google Play, Apple Podcasts for the iPhone homies. And on any of that shit, make sure you, on Spotify, you can like our page so that you get all the new updates when we drop episodes on uh, Apple Podcasts. I think that's like the main one. You can give us five-star rating and leave a review. That, that would be fucking awesome. And like, obviously, don't give us anything less than five stars. So that kind of be, you know, hating a little bit. Don't do that shit. Or, you know, what the fuck is the point? But, you know what I'm saying? Make sure you subscribe to us on there so you can make sure you don't miss any of the fucking episodes that we drop and then yeah you can you can get us anywhere in like the podcast apps that you know out there like podcast addict and shit like that um and then if you want to interact with the show you can hit us up on any of the social medias on facebook we're just a bucket of podcasts and then on instagram we're the bucket hat boys and then on twitter we're at bucket up podcasts or you can hit us up individually the homie jesse's at jb speak and I am at uh, at Tylante, uh, aka Saucy Mandius, right now. Um, but yeah, you can just let us know about the show if you listen to us. Uh, give us feedback on shit. If it's fucking topics that you want us to talk about, you can just let us know right on there, and you know we'll chop it up. Make sure we give you the shout out and everything. Um, but yeah, don't be don't we got a, a sponsor too, right? Oh, yeah, man. It's always love. Um, you know what I'm saying? We were speaking on it earlier for anxiety, for, you know, some uncertainties in these uncertain times. You know what I'm saying? Ease them with the plug that is us, Sunday Scaries, man. Um, you can go to their site, sundayscaries.com, or check us out in our bio. We got the link. We got a promo code tie. Let them know what it is. Yes. Yeah, uh, just buck it up. You get 15% off or it's 20% off, right? Yeah, 20 was leveling up, you know what I'm saying, these hard times. Yeah, yeah, just do a bucket up as a promo code. You get 20% off. Any of that shit is the gummies, the unicorn jerky, the FOMO bones for the doggos. You know, if they out here getting anxiety because you you at home all the time bugging them motherfuckers, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Uh, and shit. They like it to an extent. You know word, word. We just know right now it's a weird time. Everybody's A lot of people are locked in the house unless you're in New York. Shouts to y'all. You know, y'all get to kind of be a little more free than the rest of us. But a lot of people locked in the house battling shit. 
dealing with anxiety. So, you know what I'm saying? You can, you can get some, at least take some of that burden off of you. You know what I mean? True. And it tastes good. You know what I'm saying? So, and you'd be supporting yeah. the homies, which is all about. So mm-hmm. yeah, man. Um, yeah. For the bucket up podcast, bro. Volume 138 in the Bookingtons, and I'm on my way to eat some barbecue. Get you. We out. Ballin' since I was a jit. But before Oakland and filming the skits, I had to go to get rich. Mama was struggling, paying the rent. I couldn't help her with shit. Hey, then I'm feeling so stuck yeah, in this, this bitch Car broke down, can't fix that shit I cried at night, I admit that shit Oh, too old, I whip that bitch She left me alone, but I miss that bitch She text right now, I like, hit that bitch Old friends like how you get that lit Same old me, but they think I switch Fuck old friends, I don't know that bitch Racks too big, can't fuck that shit Hanging on when I hold that shit Mama, I told you we gon' be okay Whipping the benches, she live in L.A. Trying to thank God, but don't know what to say Don't call that little ass place, no estate Unless it came with a pool in the gate Check the rear before I pull in the gate All my watches flooded just like a lake Lately, I've been showing up extra late